please join in our entrance hymn, Amazing Grace. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. the Lord be with you. With Welcome this morning to our celebration of Mass, which is, of course, the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of James Savage. We welcome uh, to church uh, Janice and her husband and uh, their daughters, and also James's brothers and sisters, uh, all the family members who are here with us today. And, of course, uh, all the family friends who have joined us as well. I ask you especially to remember Irene in your prayers, who's not able to be with us today. Uh, but she'll be very much united with us uh, in our service today. As we think of James, we think of such a, a good man, uh, so kind and so generous, and such a good heart within him. And we thank God for... Uh, his life and his goodness uh, and the blessing that his life was to so many people. As we begin our Mass, then we call to mind our sins in the hope of God's love and mercy. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, 
Our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant, James, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The virtuous man, though he die before his time, will find rest. Length of days is not what makes age honourable, nor number of years the true measure of life. Understanding, this is man's grey hairs. Untarnished life, this is ripe old age. He has sought to please God, so God has loved him. As he was living among sinners, he has been taken up. He has been carried off so that evil may not warp his understanding or treachery seduce his soul. But the fascination of evil throws good things into the shade, and the whirlwind of desire corrupts a simple heart. Coming to perfection in so short a while, he achieved long life, his soul being pleasing to the Lord. He has taken him quickly from the wickedness around him. Yet people look on, uncomprehending. It does not enter their heads that grace and mercy await the chosen of the Lord and protection, his holy ones. The word of the Lord.
from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. When we were baptised in Christ Jesus, we were baptised in his death. In other words, when we were baptised, we went into the tomb with him and joined him in death, so that Christ was raised from the death by his Father's glory, we too might live a new life. If in union with Christ we have imitated his death, we shall imitate him in his resurrection. We must realise that our former selves have been crucified and with him to destroy his sinful body and to free us from the slavery of sin. When a man dies, of course, he has finished with sin. But we believe that having died with Christ, we shall return to life with him. Christ, as we know, having been raised from the dead, will never die again. Death has no power over him anymore. The word of the Lord. with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me so that where I am, you may be too, and you know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord.
James was struck down by an illness a number of years ago, and it was the kind of illness that took away so much with it. He had to be looked after over the last eight and a half years at Roger Park Home by the nurses and carers that were there. Janice and the family visited him at the home, but there was to be little response from him over that time and to be no recovery. The illness progressed and he was not able to eat. I suppose the remarkable thing was that he was able to keep going. It says much for him. A great reserves of strength and resilience, whereby as the years passed, he just simply kept going. When James became ill, it seemed so unjust, because in a certain sense, he was always the one who looked after other people. His wife Irene had been ill, and his parents too. He even moved to their home to look after them. Nothing was too big for him to undertake or to do for other people. With great attention and detail, he looked after each of them, even wheeling his father to Mass each Sunday and making sure that his dad got Holy Communion at the house and he was not able to go out any longer. We are consoled today that he is in peace, far away from the, the weakness and the debility of the last few years. And we can think of him as no other place than in heaven with God and all of those that he loved here on earth. The scriptures speak to us very often of the sufferings of the just man or the just woman, how things are visited upon them, and of course how hard they are and very often undeserved. So often we can see that it's good people that bear a heavy burden, often seem to carry too many things in life. But the readings very often remind us that God sees everything and that there is a time of justice to be done. That reading from the Book of Wisdom, which we've listened to today, reminds us of that at Mass. God sees the heavy burdens that James has carried, that weighed him down, and he will be mindful of them. Today at Mass, we are also reminded of our baptism from the letter of St. Paul. This is not an event that is done and then is over. For to be baptised means a journey that we walk with God throughout our life. And James himself realised all this, all his life, that he was walking in the baptismal journey with the Lord and was so faithful to the Lord too, never turning from the path or the road that he was set on. He had an assurance through his baptism that God would be with him every day of his life. And of course, he knew that himself. And he knew that if illness came and visited him, that God would certainly be there with him in dark nights and dark days. And of course, he was most certainly assured of that in that terrible illness that he had. James was just 70 years of age when he died. Uh, he was born on the 3rd of April, 1948. His parents, uh, Bridget and Stan Savage. He lived for most of that younger part of his life in the Caledonian circuit with his brothers and sisters and his parents. He attended, of course, St. Bride's Primary School and St. Bride's Secondary. This is the very parish that he made all of his sacraments in. He was always a, a friendly person, and friendships that were made early in his life 
for friendships that he kept throughout his life. On leaving school, he worked at the parks department and then went on to a very heavy job of laying pipes. He sustained a serious injury at work, and this was to end his working life. In 1972, he married Irene, who had been married before and had two children, who was an excellent husband and a great father to the children. He and Irene lived at Old Kirk Road and uh, Mill Road and laterally moved uh, to be with his mother and father off the Duke's Road. Irene herself uh, became very ill and James himself became her full-time carer uh, in this illness. He was very attentive and caring and very patient as well. He was eventually to become ill himself in the midst of all of this, which seemed a very cruel twist in it all. In his own life, he had great affection for his children, the grandchildren, and Janice was a great uh, daughter to him over these years. He had the joy of seeing the granddaughters, Lisa and Laura, grow up. They were his pride and his joy. The great love for his football team, uh, Celtic, followed them in good times and in bad, and was always interested in news about them and their differing fortunes. He was one of those people who was blessed with a very open and friendly nature. He could talk to anyone, and often did. Visit to the main street was always a long affair. He would greet everyone, stop everyone, and talk to everyone. He was the kind of person that we would always see regularly, rushing from one place to another, busy about his chores. Family, friends, neighbours have missed him around the place over these years. Everyone is of the same opinion of James Savage. He was good, kind, friendly, and an open man. Today, as well as the sadness at James's loss, it's also a time to count blessings. Blessings of a kindly and good man in life that has meant so much to Irene and Janice, and to her husband and granddaughters, his granddaughters and all the family. Blessings from God that are showered down on our life through people who have come to us in our life. Today we don't even have to think about it, but that God will be very kind to James at the end of his life. For God always wants the same for all of us to be with him at the end of the journey. May James know peace and contentment at the end. As he comes to the Lord, he comes to him as the weary traveller. His journey has been long and hard, especially in this last part. May he know peace and rest and joy in the Father's house, in which there are very many rooms. We come to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the Church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death. 
We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our brother James, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For James, our brother, who sleeps in the Lord, that he may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of his goodness. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Please join in our offertory hymn, In Bread We Bring You.
pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, James, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just. Our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth and before you without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. And remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. And remember your servant James, whom you have called from this world to yourself, Grant that he who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Do not. 
Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully, mercifully grant that, strengthened by it, our dear brother James may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated just for a moment. The family asked me to read out these words from Alicia, Lisa, and uh, on behalf of her grandfather. One thing is certain, you taught me what it means to be a true father who is truly cares from the heart. You were a great person for your children and for us, your grandchildren, a loving and caring grandpa. You were an emblem of pure dedication to the woman you chose to love in all its completeness and chose to stay with her for all of your life. You loved, cherished and cared for her. Accepted everything that happened throughout your married life with patience and a loving heart. You made her yours. Is there a bigger love than this? I don't think that there is. Unfortunately for you, life in the last 10 years brought much suffering. I like to think that now you have found the peace that couldn't be found when you were here. Stay with us forever. Please stand.
Please join in our recessional hymn, I Watch the Sunrise. the sun. 